world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. Oh, my God. Have we had enough yet, Sandy? No. With the world being upside down, inside out, right is wrong, odd is even. I, I just can't get, I can't take it anymore. Everything you read, everything you see, the criminals can do whatever they want. The illegals can do whatever they want. And the law-abiding, tax-paying citizens, we just keep getting knocked down. Knocked down. I, this email just comes from Al Alonzo, right? The New Jersey Leosa uh, uh, Union, uh, New Jersey Lisa, L-E-S-A, Law Enforcement Union. The, uh, the prison guards have to get vaccinated or they will get fired but the inmates it's optional <laughs> Jeez. there you go that's wonderful okay so well my wife told me you know she consults to the county uh i'm not going to say which county but um and uh as a gerontologist she consults to the county and the county visiting nurse association run by the county has a massive shortage of nurses and of home health aides and and the like right um the governor's mandate um is now coming in to where everybody must be vaccinated and boosted and they're gonna lose probably half of whatever freaking staff they have left and no one seems to give a shit correct we're gonna have to learn how to live with this um and uh move on even the uk just lifted every yeah, restriction of course yeah. because omicron peaked there's still like 10 percent of the cases are delta by the way let's not well, downplay it's, it's, this it's ladies about, and gentlemen. In, in the uk right now it's less than less than one percent they're saying though in the u.s it's still about 10 percent is That's, delta. Uh, here's the problem with the u.s statistics okay um, they're cooked well they're also so freaking far behind i i am so disgusted with the data coming out of the CDC. In order to do my job, I have to rely on colleagues from South Africa, from the UK, from, um, from Asia, to tell me what's going on on the ground there with real data. All right, I'll shut up. <laughs> it's true, though. It's, it's crazy. Uh, you know, uh, I, uh, I didn't go to the SHOT Show this year. A lot of people have asked why, and one of the reasons why is I I have I would have had to book it months ago to get a room in a Venetian where I like to stay. I didn't feel like wearing a mask for four to five hours flying to Vegas. I didn't feel like wearing a mask every time I have to get into an Uber or a cab when I want to go around. And I didn't know up until the last minute what the mask requirements would be on the convention center floor, casino, hotel lobbies, or anything. You know what I mean? So I said I'll skip this year. Last well, year there was you would no be shot show. Two days before you had to jump on the plane. 
Correct. So I figured I'll wait until next year. But for everybody out there who wants some hope, in May, May 27th, 28th, and 29th, the NRA annual meeting will be in Houston, Texas. And uh, that's where you want to go. Just think of a mini shot show set up for us, the end user consumers. And uh, uh, tickets and stuff will be available soon. They always have phenomenal entertainment and stuff. So uh, the website is nraam.org, nraannualmeeting.org. Go on the site and uh, get the information. I'd love to see you there. I'm definitely planning on going to the uh, NRA annual meeting in in Houston, by the way. Uh, And Texas will probably be opened up, so we shouldn't worry. We should be fine by Mm. mid-April and May. I mean, we should be somewhat back to normal. Uh, We will peak here probably, uh, the show comes out Sunday, probably the, the 1st of February is when the U.S. will peak based on data that I'm looking at. You think? Yeah. And the, but the slide is going to be it typically one of the one of the weird things that's going on right now is the uh, the thing that's concerning or or just let's call it an anomaly <coughs> is that the fact that the hospitalizations and the ICU use in the United States is still way 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 higher than anywhere else in the world. Um, there are. A number of reasons for that. One of them that's being uh, put about by colleagues is the fact that the U.S. has a tremendous number of uh, people with comorbidities. We are basically fat, um, uh, hypertensive diabetics. And um, that, I think, uh, represents a small amount. Um, there's also the issue of incentivizing hospitals. Yeah, but that's been going on the since the beginning. Yes, it is, but we're the only country that does it. Mm-hmm. And we are consistently higher in hospitalization use. And, and uh, you know, in a sense, when you're paid to code uh, properly, uh, human nature says, and I'm not saying that's what's going on, but human nature um, gets in the way. Um, I don't know whether those numbers are real. I, I can't personally trust them. I personally don't trust them. Um, but based on um, y- you know many years of doing this sort of thing, I'd say probably we're looking at a peak um, in the beginning of February. By with a slide down somewhere around March, uh, return to normal ish. Uh, or an endemic phase by, you know, late April, May. I think every everybody's going to psychologically understand that they can move about at that point. I hope you're right. Mark Cheeseman posted an interesting article, Sandy, CBS News, gun ownership by state. Guess what? We're not last. We're tied for last. <laughs> <laughs> With 9 million people. New uh, Jersey and Massachusetts are tied. Oh, great. We oh. both have 14.7% of adults have a gun in their home. So that means there's 1.4 million gun owners in New Jersey. Well, these are, but these, and these are, these are licensed gun owners we're yes. talking about. Now let's take into consideration Newark and Trenton and Camden and Asbury Park. <laughs> 3 million. <laughs> You know, at least, right? There's, there's a gun in every in every top draw there. You know, nobody's saying that they have anything. And then there's the closet gun owners who, you know, maybe came in as gun owners and didn't say anything. 
you know, we're um, because it's backwards. Everything is backwards. You know, we've talked about all of these Soros district attorneys and prosecutors, and the Federalist had a great article, and it was called "Our Country Is Being Destroyed by Leftists' Unwillingness to Punish Murderers, Looters, and Street Poopers." And it is so true, ladies and gentlemen, you know, a lot of parts of our country now are starting to look like third world countries. And, you know, we talk about normalcy bias and a squeaky door syndrome. I've done rants about this before. On your commute to work, on your commute to the grocery store, look at the unkempt uh, uh, bushes and shrubs on the sides of the highways. Look at the litter. Look at the potholes. Look at the general disarray with graffiti on street signs and stuff. And I'm not just pointing out big inner cities like Newark and Patterson. Right. Look around. Right. You get Everywhere. used to it after a while. Yeah. Yeah. It disappears like white noise. We are decaying rapidly. Yeah. And then the fact that we're not prosecuting criminals, we're not holding criminals accountable because for some reason these People on the left are saying by not prosecuting and by not incarcerating, we're making our community safer. <laughs> yes. And they have the stones to repeat this on a podium. Oh, it's, it's just bizarre world. Criminals are caught and arrested. Cops, listen, I've talked to thousands of cops. <laughs> cops don't want to arrest anybody anymore. Now, why should you? You're taking a your life in your hands, b your career and your and your retirement in your hands. Why why would you want to do it? If you get up in the morning and know that you're going to go out and risk your life and you're going to arrest somebody for pointing a gun at someone, and then the New York District Attorney turns around and puts it as a misdemeanor and releases them on their own recognizance, R O R, back out on the street, and you're going to be you sitting with your family in the diner having dinner or lunch, and here he comes walking in the front door, yeah. Why would you do it? There's a, there was a woman stabbed in San Francisco by a career criminal who was out on a $1,000 bail. This girl was 24 years old. She was in college. He just walked in the store randomly and, and shoved a huge knife in her abdomen. Oh, my and, God. And these, these leftist people who were voting in with Soros money and, and, and voting in with this lunacy from this fringe where we just think we don't have to prosecute. You know, what? I, I don't, you know, the whole Giuliani's thing with the broken windows, you have to take care of small crime before it blows Absolutely. up into bigger crime. Absolutely. Listen, listen, listen to this one, Sandy. This is in Detroit. A Detroit woman was pregnant with twins. She was set on fire oh. by her boyfriend. He squirted lighter fluid on her. All right. Career criminal, 50, 41 years old, history of domestic abuse. His girlfriend is six and a half months pregnant. All right. She didn't report it. She was all burned in her abdomen. She didn't report it. Someone put a tip in because she's so afraid of him. The judge reduced his bail to $50,000, and he got out on a 10% bond, $5,000. On a credit card. And he's already out on gun, drug, and assault charges. Oh, he's awaiting yeah. trial for these yeah. other cases. Oh, I, I talked about this all the time. Start judging the judges, right? Yeah. We don't talk about this enough. Our, our, listen, we know we're in decline as a world power. You know, we have this moldy cantaloupe on the podium for two hours the other night <laughs> telling us what's so funny. 
It was great. That's such a great visual. Right? <laughs> Two hours mumbling and stumbling. Well, if Russia attacks it, I don't give a shit about Ukraine. You know what I give a shit about? Yeah, I give a shit about Main Street USA. I care about all no my food American on the friggin shelves. Yeah, I care about all my American right. hardworking brothers and sisters, regardless right. of race, creed, color, sexual persuasion. The media, you could stick them up your behind. I don't care about any of that. I want everybody who was born in this country or naturalized citizen in this country, I want them to have a roof over the head. I want their bills paid. I want them to have some money in the bank, be able to have kids be able to go on vacation no our politicians have taken it from us these ogliarchs whose uh, whose income and net worth has tripled since the pandemic started oh, they're calling the shots they decide what we can read what we can't read we are in dystopia double speak it's it's here yeah, we oh, need absolutely. to wake up we need to wake up i cannot stress this enough it's the only way it's going to work is on a grassroots <coughs> level and it's not it's not not by protesting or doing any of this other shit we really have to get serious about taking our country back it, it's 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 upside down when you have I, you know in fact the smoke is blowing in my window right now because i'm burning all of my carhartt uh, attire uh in the backyard because Carhartt right now is going for their uh, ESG score and saying that, oh, uh, you know, according to the president's uh, mandate, we're going to require everyone to have vaccines. Okay, idiots. Sure, no problem. I'll burn all my crap on the back lawn. You know, Lou Maffey sends me this. Governor Murphy, who still has public health emergency powers, is still releasing prisoners so far he's released 5300 prisoners oh because of covid fear so lou did the math here advocates for this they're happy that the recidivism rate of those who have been released is only nine percent so nine <laughs> percent that's great so that's 225 more excuse me now it's up to five thousand five thousand five hundred five thousand more criminals of the fifty five thousand are back in prison because they committed more crimes they're okay with that number and they'll let them back out again because ooh, they could get a cold yeah they're okay with that number you know why because their families haven't been a victim of these right. people exactly oh wait and then murphy did something else that's very very important to make your life better he signed the bill into law yesterday he banned packing peanuts oh god in I, new jersey thank god i can you feel better, better now? now oh my goodness that's just those horrible packing peanuts yep he banned packing peanuts and he released thousands of prisoners out into the open because he doesn't care. He doesn't give a shit about us. He lives in a wall community. His kids go to Ivy League school. They have security. They stay in their villa in yeah. Italy. They That's stay right. in their villa in Costa Rica or whatever. Right. They live in a different world. Start judging the judges. Start judging the politicians, okay? This is what we need to do. It is all backwards. I am so pissed off, okay? I am so pissed off with this. Uh, it's so backwards, man. It is really, really so backwards. Anyway, let's move on. Doubt it, I'm hot, right? 
Uh, oh, we found out that Alec Baldwin, <laughs> the, the, it's, he just re gave his phone. There was a subpoena <laughs> for his phone and the data and the records, right? But he's had plenty and of time to get rid of all that. He waited, he waited 30 days. <laughs> yeah, he waited 30 days before he released uh, the, uh, the phone because I guess he had to scrub it. Or he had to, yeah, he had to do a Hillary Clinton on that. So, you know, this came from the news motion, and uh, it's by Kayla Roberts. So I don't want, I want to make sure she gets credit for this. While Alec Baldwin has depicted himself as a seasoned veteran in gun safety on film sets, a lawsuit filed Wednesday by the armorer for the film Rust said he ignored her request to undergo firearms training for the cross-draw move he was using when cinematographer Hutchinson was fatally shot. <laughs> Okay, it doesn't blame Baldwin as a defendant, but it paints a picture of lack adherence to gun safety protocols. Now, this is a lot of finger pointing because the armorer is definitely ultimately, ultimately responsible right, right. for that gun, making sure he was not handed a loaded gun. So we got to take this with a grain of salt. But I could see Alec Baldwin and his hubris turning down any type of gun training. Oh, absolutely. You know, safety training or anything. You know, he tried to get he tried to ban the NRA a few years ago. So I definitely I definitely can see this, you know, but, uh, you know, there's there's finger pointing both ways. I believe we're never going to get to the truth of it. I'm going to I believe there may be a, a, a mild manslaughter, uh, you know, uh, charge coming up and you might see somebody get probation or community service. But no one's going to pay uh, for that for that girl. I'm, I'm telling you right now, right. Uh, because that's how the elites work. They work in a different stratosphere than we do. They don't report to the law-abiding citizens. My buddy Nick Manginelli, gold member here, he sent an email. He wrote, here's a good article for you related to the pathetic violence promoting New York. Uh, DA you were talking about last week. A good Samaritan decided to give his coat to a homeless man who in turn beats and robs him. Oh, Jesus. No good deed goes unpunished, That's Nick. Right. Homeless guy had assaulted two people the previous week and was let out both times, all right? So Adams, the, the, the new uh, mayor of New York City, says the homeless man is in a painful place. I wonder if the victim is in a painful place, he said. You know, we just had another Asian girl pushed in front of a subway and killed last week. Uh, nobody, yeah, nobody really, 40-something years old. And, uh, you know, meanwhile, Sotomayor wants to know why a person would need to carry a gun, you know, in New York City. And, you know, he says, Nick, now personal experience. Speaking of letting crime go unpunished, we are currently working in New York City housing development. And we just had our fifth robbery on newly installed four-inch copper <laughs> piping and water heaters. Oh, the price of copper. Yeah, and oh. even the price of water heaters. So he wrote, no arrests. Video camera footage always missing and no investigation. They continue to pay us to replace it, totaling about 75000 so far. Hope the knee is doing better. Talk soon. P.S. I have two permits. I'm holding out until the new gun store opens. Can't wait. Anybody that comes in wants to see the layout of the new gun store, we started uh, construction on it, 2,200 square feet. Ask any black shirt, any manager when you come in, say, yo, let me check out where the new uh, gun store at Gun for Hire is going to be. 2,200 square feet. We're moving right along on it, ladies and gentlemen. We're moving on up. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, I had to wet my whistle. I watched a YouTube video the other day I stumbled upon um, of a scene from the Los Angeles freight yards. Have you seen that? Did you that? see that? All the packages? Unbelievable. 
That is that incredible? Have you had anything lost? I've had a bunch of stuff lost. We've uh, company-wise, we've had about six packages that say in transit, yeah, in transit, and in transit, and, they, and then we have to apply for a credit yeah. or reorder it or something. Yeah, the when the trains stop, the looters are ripping open the doors, breaking the the temporary lock. They're ripping open the doors and they're just ransacking through the packages. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And now, if you were a police officer, why would you intervene? Uh, that well, that emotionally, the LAPD's that, not. That person might spit at you. They yep. might bite right. you. Yep. They might stick you yep. with a hypodermic yep. Yep. needle. Yep. Yeah, you you might know. step in their poop. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Listen, I've had dog poop stuck in my foot. I can't even think about having human poop stuck no, in no, my foot. Just, the shoe is getting thrown I, out. Yeah. I, I mean, I've had that, so. Hey, great article about one of from, oh, well, you were a doctor. Great article in the Digital Journal about one of our own gold member, Adam Lustberg. Him and his wife are members here. I love them. Uh, he discusses illegal handgun possession charges in New Jersey. You know, Adam talks about it all the time, about when he talks to criminals, they laugh uh, at the gun laws that we have in New Jersey. Of course. Because they don't, they don't follow them. Why would you know? they? And Adam specializes in this. So this is more if you're in trouble with a gun uh, or you committed a crime or allegedly committed a crime, um, Adam Lesberg's office is in Hackensack. He can help you. And it's just a great article. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but he talks about all the harsher penalties under 2C39.5, everything we talk about yeah. um, that he has to deal with because he realizes how prosecutors uh, will stack on charges on law-abiding citizens where on a criminal they're always looking to negotiate and absolve charges. Right, Sandy? Plea yeah. bargain? Absolutely. Okay, plead guilty to uh, jaywalking, yeah, we'll and we'll drop away. the stabbing charge. Right, he'll the stabbing charge, and the gun charge, and the and, and, and Oh, law-abiding citizen, oh. stop to pee with a gun in your car. <laughs> Had a stroke on the way to the range, did you? Uh, yeah. It is so upsetting. It's, it's backwards. It's backwards everywhere. Did you know we're flying? The TSA is flying these illegals from the border states all over the country. Do you know the TSA has a writ from the Biden administration? You know what they're using? No. They're using their criminal complaint paper. When they come in, they get a complaint. that get, They have like 90 days to report to immigration yeah. court. That's the only form of ID they have. <laughs> And they're you, they're putting them on commercial airliners and flying them all over the country. And we not, have to get a colonoscopy. Not, yeah, not to Wilmington, <laughs> Delaware. No, not to Wilmington. No, 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 no. no not to no. Park Slope. No, where you no. know, and not up to Martha's Vineyard. That's for sure. Oh no, absolutely not. Yeah, they're flying them into our neighborhoods because they're trying to change the colors of states and districts and everything. That's what's going on. So, yeah, they have a, cr a crime sheet, basically, that they get to use for ID. Meanwhile, if you or I, law-abiding, tax-paying citizens, want to fly, like you said, it requires a colonoscopy. Again, I can't stress to everybody how backwards all of this is. Yeah. I don't understand when the general population is going to wake up. After that moldy cantaloupe speech, <laughs> do you know how weak... We look before the world. He screwed up about, well, Pope, if, Pope, if Putin has a minor incursion with the Ukraine, that would be okay. And then, holy shit, then they had to walk it back. Well, his son got $30 million from the mayor's wife. Yeah. Uh, you know, come on. Why do we have to even, 
support the Ukraine. This is going to China's going to align themselves with Russia. Of course. NATO is going to fall in a half a second because yeah. NATO only exists to take U.S. money. Yes, exactly right. We support NATO. No one else really supports NATO. And, and you know, you know what happens now, though, when his poll numbers are doing so bad? We've talked about this a million times. What are they going to queue up next when those poll numbers are bad to, gen- to, to, to generate interest on his base, Sandy? What's, what are they coming after? Well, they're... Gun control. Oh, well, yeah. I Watch. Mean, it... Always when the poll numbers are bad, queue up gun control. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's the part of the playbook. It's the, it's the default. It's a default play. They're going to go but, but after it's there. It's us. Here already. I mean, yeah, but no, but now federally, you're going to be hearing a lot more yeah, about exactly. gun control. Yeah, you know, you're right. That's that's right. That's yeah. what they're that's what they're going to do. They're going to come after us and say, you know, here we go. It's uh, you know, we're going to have uh, uh, we need more gun control in this country because that's the real problem. Yeah, uh, our right. economy is shit. You can't buy food or anything. Right. We're getting ready to be get invaded by Russia and China, and everybody in Congress on both sides is making hundreds of millions of dollars on insider stock trades. But it's legal if you're in public. <laughs> office that's right insider trading is illegal for anyone else who's not part of the first tier see third tier we're not allowed to do that second tier doesn't have to worry about that because they get free government money that comes from us the third tier see the third tier we fund the first and the second tier and then we get beat up for it yes it i i just don't understand how more Middle Americans do not wake up to what I've been seeing as clear as day for the past 15 years. And I just see it ratcheting up worse and worse and worse and worse. I just can't believe it. Yeah, you're right. I don't understand. I guess most people are just trying to make, you know, they're just trying to make a living, just trying to pay the bills, raise their families. Most people, and then you've got people who are... are, uh, you know, chronic Democrat voters who are just so low on the information totem, totem pole that uh, they just continue to to vote the way they have. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about most of my relatives, <laughs> and they just they just pull the lever. It doesn't really matter. And if if what transpired, what what we missed this week by two votes of America completely oh. losing its mind. Uh, and us completely losing our freedoms forever, um, they would be happy with that. You know what's funny? Outwardly, internationally, we are an empire in decline. Yeah. And rather than both political parties focusing on our rapid demise and trying to slow it down, the, both sides are so busy raping, pillaging, and stealing whatever they can for yeah. themselves. They're right. just accelerating our decline. Yeah. You're absolutely right, because they don't care. As long as they've got theirs, they don't care. And, and we continue to vote these clowns, both sides of the aisle, continue to vote these clowns in. And it's just... It's, I'm disgusted. Oh, I, I join you. You know, uh, real quick, how much time do we have left? We've got uh, maybe about a minute. So Marty, the vegan pilot from Marty's V-Burger, he's a pilot. You know, I've been talking about how we want the records of who flew on Epstein's Lolita Express. 
He wrote, there's no requirement to list uh, people in a manifest on a private or corporate-owned aircraft. Number of adults and children are required for the weight and balance calculations, but not names. The only official docs are the FAA flight plan and aircraft logbook with origin, destination, takeoff, and landing times. No passenger names. Marty. See, I didn't know that. Okay. So, you know, so anyway, uh, what's her name? Ghislaine Maxwell says she's uh, not going to fight to hide the names of the eight uh, John Doe's that they know about. So she's probably going to suicide herself. Yeah, sure, yeah. You know, because uh, nobody's going to want to, uh, you know, be listed. I'm sure Bill Clinton, Donald Trump, uh, uh, what's his name, Allen Ginsberg. We all know they've been there. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know, and I'm sure they were just there to have tea. Oh, yeah, of course. You know, uh, the, yeah, Prince Andrew. Coconut, the little, little oh, drink with the coconut. Yeah. The artist formerly known as Prince Andrew. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> he was, he's been stripped of all his duties. So <laughs> his 95-year-old mother, hammer time. Okay. Remember when you were kid your mother took your gi joe away <laughs> yeah she took all his <laughs> shit away all his shit all his whole gi joe <laughs> lincoln ah. logs and all baby sandy i posted a video on uh facebook on the gun for hire llc page about the 22 rifle league yeah and uh in eight <laughs> in eight days a hundred and seventy thousand people saw it. Seventeen thousand six hundred people had engagement in it, and eighty-two people shared it. Imagine if we weren't uh, shadow banned constantly oh my God, by yeah. big tech. What the reach would be? We would have. By the way, the twenty-two league is for all ages starting at eight years old up, and we have a tremendous amount of people that signed up for it. Get in before we sell out. It's gunforhire.com uh, forward slash. Two two. Just click on that, and you will be redirected to the site. It is going to be a pisser. It starts February third. It's just two weeks away. It's a Thursday night from six to eight p.m. You're not going to be here the whole two hours if you don't want. We supply the gun. We supply the ammo. We supply the custom target. They're really cool targets that Matt designed. There's going to be prizes and everything in the end. So, and you only have to show up for ten out of twelve of the classes. So, have your people call my people. Go to gun. Gunfire.com forward slash 22. Get them started, get them young, and let's get them in here and show them the proper way. There is a basic truth about the media. Who sponsors the news controls the news. Pfizer, CBS Health Watch, sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360. Brought to you by Pfizer. ABC News Nightline. Brought to you by Pfizer. Making a difference. Brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight. Brought to you by Pfizer. Early start. Brought to you by Pfizer. Friday night on Aaron Burnett out front. Brought to you by Pfizer. This week with George Stephanopoulos is brought to you by Pfizer. This letter report brought to you by Pfizer. Today's countdown to the royal wedding is brought to you by Pfizer. And now a CBS Sports update brought to you by Pfizer. Meet the press. Data download. Brought to you by Pfizer. This portion of CBS This Morning sponsored by Pfizer. On how to find the hidden sugars in the American family diet. Sponsored by Pfizer. So where do you get your news? With the news, events, and political shenanigans impacting your freedom, you're listening to Gun For Hire Radio, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Oh, God, I had to run away. I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, Let's go through the list of people that make it all worth it for us. 
So uh, Marty's V Burger, martysvburger.com. Order your stuff online and or go to Freak and you can pick it up at Freakin' Vegans on Freakin' Friday, uh, uh, Freakin' Fridays in Prospect Park. And uh, Marty has some great stuff. I recommend if you ever get into New York City, if you go to New York now, by the way, you can go with your samurai sword. Yes, you can. And uh, (laughs) yes, you could. uh, It's pretty much a free fall now. Yeah. Uh, if you go to decapitate somebody, you could tell the nearest NYPD, hold this, hand up your cigar, <laughs> and he'll hold it <laughs> while you you pull a Highlander move yeah. on the, the person, Very separating true. their head from their neck. <laughs> and then you can go eat a delicious Marty V burger. Don't forget my man, Decoding Firearms by John Petrolino, Amazon, and here. The Gun Lawyer Podcast with Evan Knappen, exposing the truth about the laws designed to strip you of your freedoms. Don't forget the quarantine crawl. I just keep visiting places, uh, going there to eat, and updating you all. Uh, My doctor, uh, Optimal Health wellnessnj.com uh dr uh joe sambatero so you know sandy i need blood work the doc texts me and then a minute later he emails me a prescription i uh, go online to lab corp i make the appointment i give blood work i noticed my leg was swollen above my knee i sent them a picture of it two minutes later he emails me a prescription for what do they call it a a sonogram Mm mm-hmm Ultrasound. And I'm, I'm ultrasound, and I'm going tonight, 7 p.m., to have that done. Make sure it's not a blood clog. You see, and you, and you didn't have to go anywhere in order to get that done. All Isn't that nice to, to have concierge them? medical? That's right. And that is the difference between good medical care and standard, plain Jane, run-of-the-mill clinic care. So now once my blood work is in, he will come to either my house or the range and he will give me a physical, and he will review all of my prescriptions, and he will modify everything accordingly from there. And I didn't have to sit in a waiting room for five hours yes. with a kid jumping well, on me. That's the yes, it's a big thing. The God forbid. <laughs> it's it's true though. Yep. I mean, you didn't have to take time out of your day. You didn't have nope. to. Yeah, and again, this is. Um, this kind of care is really not for everyone. Nope. Uh, it is for those who are discerning in um, their medical care. And That's why it's called concierge. That's exactly why. Listen, if you're married with three kids and you're 28 years old, this is probably not for you. Right. And you're you're going to need your pediatrician yeah. every time right. those little rats have a runny nose or Which something like that. Which is every week, you know, because we know that they're <coughs> just giant walking Petri dishes. Correct. But if you're in your 60s like me... And you have a busy lifestyle and you own a company and you work 75, 80 hours a right. week, seven days a week. This is the type of thing that I need. Absolutely, yes. It's, yes. it's almost an essential, really. So it's, his website is OptimalHealthWellnessNJ.com. Dr. Joseph Sambataro. And again, his so. approach is a little bit different, too, because his approach is to keep you well, not just treat you when you are ill. That is not the way medicine should be practiced. Correct. We're trying to do preventative maintenance for me. Yeah, well, you need a lot of maintenance. Preventative. <laughs> I'm smart. I you can and, do things. You and I, you and I are way past the preventative. <laughs> yeah, between my knee, my back, my this, my that. I, I don't know what the hell happened. I'm like, what happened? 
Uh, the last yeah, thing I, I like want to plug. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, those days are over. <laughs> the last thing I want to plug is Lake Island Rifle and Pistol Club in Carteret, New Jersey. Go on their website, lakeis.org. My buddy down there, my buddy Tony, he will hook you up, man. Uh, these guys have been around since the 30s. They're looking for members. They're looking for volunteers. They're looking for contributions. Uh, if you got young kids, you want to get them involved, but adults are also welcome to shoot there. So support those who support you. Yes, the lockers, the rentals of the lockers will be available before February 1st. Matt and Laszlo from Monster Coatings, another quarantine crawl guy, uh, will be putting the epoxy floor down this Sunday night, tonight. And uh, as soon as it cures by the next day, the lockers will be moved in and we will be ready to start renting the lockers out. We have a lot of them that have been uh, pre-reserved already. So that is really cool. Matt is also designing this beautiful swag area where we're going to have hats, hoodies, T-shirts, and a dressing room. And we are under construction of a 2,200-square-foot multi-line gun store on the first level when you come in if you want to see the location of the new gun store you want to look at the construction process just stop in ask any manager to show you it's right in the front by the concierge will be the entrance and again it's 2200 square feet we will be in a sig elite dealer we also will be multi-lined for every other firearms manufacturer gun safe storage options cleaning kits we'll be doing seracoding etc 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 so check out the gun store at gun for hire opening up soon don't forget gunforhire.com forward slash glock the glock shooting sports foundation matches start uh in february i believe and of course the 22 league starts february 3rd so i think all of you should get in there and get out there and have uh, some fun i want to go over some learning stuff now first thing i want to lighten it up uh, TSA, we get a kick out of TSA every week with their highlights and stuff. And I just can't believe the record amount of people that are trying to bring guns onto uh, planes. You know, Atlanta, 507 last year, Sandy. 507 people tried to bring guns. You know, with on all planes. these new gun owners. It brings me right back to what we talk about all the time. Just because you can buy a gun without any kind of a training or any kind of uh, knowledge whatsoever doesn't really mean that you should, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it, there is, it's not that there is a, a dearth of training available anywhere in the United States. How many NRA certified instructors would you say there are? There's 112,000. Hundred and twelve. How many are active? Uh, About five thousand. Yeah. So, 5, but there are one hundred and twelve thousand. Right. Yes. And if, even of those five thousand, they're scattered all over the United States. It's not hard to find training, and take a basic course in uh, being in, in in firearms. Just a basic course in firearm safety, and you would know not to take your gun on an airplane. Yep. You know, uh, in 2019, they intercepted 4,400 firearms. 2020, it went down to 3,200 because of the Fauci virus. 2021, 6,000 firearms were intercepted. So it went from 4,300, a full travel year, to 6,000. That's, that's a lot. 
And, you know, I mean, Atlanta, 507. Dallas, Fort Worth, 317. Ladies and gentlemen, we talked about this. It's in my book. We talk about it all the time. Your gun bag and your travel bag should not be one and the same for, for powder, for cartridges, for live cartridges, spent cartridges, a loaded magazine that you forgot or whatever. And you're, you, you, you should be checking for guns. You should not be trying to check a gun on a plane. You can't carry a gun on. You can check it and have it go in the cargo hold. There are proper ways to do that. Just contact the TSA. The other thing is uh, we talk about people using um, uh, TSA's uh, TSA Pre. Right. There's 11 million people now that have TSA pre, and I think that's really, really good. A pre-check growth has grown unbelievably. Last year, 1.8 million new people. It's not only for to be for expedient, ladies and gentlemen, but it's covered in my book. You can get past the safety area faster into the secure area where there, you're less a chance to be a victim of a terrorist strike. Okay, people pull up cars and trucks in front of an airplane, airport, and blow it up. People start shooting in an airport before the TSA check, checkpoint. Very difficult to do it after the security checkpoints, right? Yep. So you want to get in and out as fast as possible. And for $100, $150 a year, if you're an international traveler like I used to be, you can get the world pass, you know, which is like 300 bucks. You have to go in and get printed. But otherwise, get TSA pre. If you travel more than twice a year and you value your safety, and your family safety, like you do because you listen to the show, get it done, all right? Now, I got a letter before we get into House of Worship. This is from David in Texas. He goes, hi, Anthony and Sandy. I've been listening to your AirTag reports with interest. Like so many aspects of technology today, those things have the potential to both make our lives easier, yet to also expose us to much greater risk that we faced before. In my case, my wife's AirTag makes her lost key so much easier to find, better than the tile she had before this, and that was already a huge lifesaver. But the stalking concerns are legitimate. I thought you want to know this, that just today, January 18th, Inside Edition ran a piece several minutes long about this very issue. Apparently, several women have found these devices after the AirTags were hidden on their cars and their phones warned them about it. I found myself quarantined from work this week and had the TV on CBS in the background. He goes, now that everyone on the Internet is, now that, wait, now not everything on the Internet is real and some people will falsify scenarios in order to make their posts on their YouTube videos more compelling. But I have no specific reason to doubt that most, if not all, of these scenarios on Inside Edition Peace really happen. It's funny, Apple is getting the negative attention for creating the devices, but they also built in to the safety features that allowed all these women to be warned about unknown air tags tracking them. As you said, many other companies make similar devices, but without blind luck, most targets of this kind of surveillance would never find the hidden trackers. At least Apple tries to provide a means to warn the victims. But then again, as you said, that only works by default with Apple phones or tablets, and even then, only when these devices have Bluetooth on all the time. Keep up the good work, David in Texas. Oh, and P.S., thank you for replacing the two crime-proof books I've ordered uh, as gifts last year. The second set arrived, and I know they're being put to good use. So now you want to talk about a positive aspect for uh, Apple AirTag, Sandy. By the way, I put one on Rex's uh, collar. Oh, great. That's and it's, and it's Yes, it's energized on uh, Tracy's phone, so she can see where he is mm -hmm. all the time. 
So if they get separated, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think it's, I'm going to, we're testing it and see how it works. So a military veteran, a female, the spouse of a veteran, Valerie McNulty, has done four military moves for herself and her family, and she's had horror stories. Well, this woman did something very smart. She slipped an air tag in one of the moving boxes, Sandy. Wow. Which I think is a great idea. She put it in a box of her son's toys, and the family was headed to a move to the, from the West Coast to the East Coast. The mover was supposed to drop off the goods on Friday, January 7th, but when it didn't happen, the moving company told McNulty to expect delivery on, a, on Sunday. A few hours after the call, however, the truck driver transporting their belongings called to say that he just picked up their shipment in Colorado and the earliest he could get to them is Monday. So dispatch said she's going to get her goods Sunday. The truck driver said she's going to get her goods Monday. It's on a Friday. She looked at where her air tag was. Her air tag was not in Colorado. But in Elizabeth, New Jersey, oh, it was geez. it was only a few miles from where she was. That's incredible. She brought this fact up to the <laughs> dispatcher, and the dispatcher hung up on her. <laughs> so, like, oh shit, we're busted. We're busted. Okay. An hour later, the truck driver called and said, "We will be delivering your stuff in an hour." <laughs> I, I love this idea. I bought a four-pack of air tags. all right? So I have one on Rex, and I have three more. I figured if and when we ever start to travel again, I'll use them for my bags. Yeah. And I'm starting to think about what else can I use them for. I think it's pretty cool. Oh, absolutely. It, you that know? just gave me an idea. Right. So <laughs> Correct. Right. You like that, right? I like that, yeah. You like that. You know, not only that, Sandy, but if, if you put your stuff in storage, put an air tag in one of the, one of the boxes. Yeah. Right? Maybe yeah. if somebody comes and steals, and your, steals shit. your shit, yeah, you'll right. see it moving. <laughs> that's right. So, yes, there's How there's a lot of uses. How long last, like the batteries? On About two to three years. Oh, that's perfect. Yes. Uh, okay, I hope so, I don't need them that long. So. <laughs> me too. <laughs> you know, a, a four-pack on Apple was 100 bucks. They're $30 each or four for 100 And then I ordered, <laughs> I ordered, I ordered a dog collar... Uh, Edition thing, thing. Yeah. yeah, and then I ordered four keychain fob holders for them. I figure with our luggage, I would throw them in our luggage, like Big Scott showed me, you know, how to do it. So Richie McBride in New Jersey, RPO, he's a PD. He saw what happened with the synagogue in Texas that the FBI at first said had nothing to do with religion. Yeah, if you all saw that, the Justice Department said that there was, uh, you know, uh, this whole thing going on. But it had nothing to do with them being Jews or a synagogue. It was just a random hostage-taking situation. Well, it happened outside Houston, Texas. And the first thing uh, Rich McBride wrote, he goes, Am I the only one who can't believe that this guy didn't walk into a room full of Jews drawing down on him? Right. He's like, how can Americans who legally right. carry not carry, especially right. in a house of worship? Right, exactly. Rich, I agree with you 100%, yep. but firearms are not for everybody. No, that's right. Yeah, that's true. They are just not for everybody. It is amazing. And, you know, so they didn't have guns, but, you know, we talk all the time about Rush the Nut and everything. Mm. And, oh, star, I'm sorry. My phone just, my phone just made a noise. Uh, I didn't hear it. You didn't hear it? No. You're kidding me. You didn't hear it. I heard it no. bad. So this hostage situation was 12 hours. 
And the rabbi waited until they were distracted, and he threw a chair, and the four of them fled outside the synagogue to safety with their hands up. And then the hostage negotiation team negotiated the terrorist at the head with a round of two, two, three. Exactly. And negotiations was, were seized. It was a quick negotiation. <laughs> that was it. Okay. Uh, so, but what he did, you know, we talk about this all the time, uh, was the rabbi, but... The rab the rabbi, by the way, of invited him into the synagogue because he looked like he was homeless and he needed a meal. Yeah. Right? You always right. bite the hand that feeds always. you, right? You see someone tries to open up their heart and their house to somebody, and then this is what happens to us, right? So the rabbi let him in, the guy pulled the gun, we have a hostage situation, it goes on for almost 12 hours, the hostage negotiators are on the phone, the rabbi is scoping it out, he finally sees an opportunity, we don't have the full synopsis or breakdown yet, but he threw a chair, whether he threw a chair in the direction of the bad guy, and then fled. Right away, the anti-gun talking head said, see, you do not need a gun to protect yourself in a house of worship, you, you can just, just a throw chair. a chair and run. <laughs> Listen, it, would, it would have ended a whole lot earlier. <laughs> yeah. If the rabbi had a gun under right. his robes or whatever he was right. wearing, exactly. yes, and he could have done something well, because it could have it could have went bad. Robes, yeah. But... Well, whatever he wears, <clears throat> it could it could have went badly the other way. Yeah, it very well could have. So we are very fortunate and very lucky that it didn't. And you know, in my book, and there's so much out there of ways that you should be able to protect yourself in a house in a house of worship uh you know unfortunately we live in a world today where you you know if you're if your religious service is not in session the doors unfortunately should be locked yeah the days of you know they they steal the donation boxes they steal statues yeah yeah Policies. When I was a kid, yeah. I went to St. Francis, and you could go into the church. You know, we'd be out yeah. playing, you know, yep. uh, hide and seek. We used to call it chase. And you could go hide in the church at 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, or just go in to get cool. Yeah, the door was open. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, but over they the years... We had a bowl we, of water there to drink. Yeah, with that whole... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody had their fingers in it. <laughs> you know, the holy water's a schwitzer now. Is it really? It's a schwitz bottle, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, because you, you every because of COVID. <laughs> that's true. okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You, I, I just I was in a church not too long ago, and it's uh, yeah, it's a uh, schwitz. You, you, you do give yourself a schwitz of holy that's water nice. now. You spray it on. I sprayed it on. I was like, it burns. Tracy's like, stop being an asshole. <laughs> Does <laughs> <laughs> your head spin around? <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. Of course. Of course. Uh, so, that's great. Yeah. So anyway, uh, <laughs> too funny. Uh, I've gone over this in my book, and I didn't go over it into detail uh, because you also don't like to tip your hand, especially for houses of worship. But yeah. there should be a security plan. There should be a safety plan. There should be an evacuation plan. I mean, just think about this. Just think of the synagogue if he had less than lethal, right. if he had a stun gun, yeah. if he wasn't into guns, if he had mace, right. OC spray. I mean, there's just, there's so many other options that we can talk about. But, you know, for when a house of worship is in, in session, some of the safety issues, you know, uh, critical decisions that you should make. This is right out of my book on page 107. So if, if, 
if a religious session is going on, I always sit or stand in the back. I blame my sciatica that I have to stand, but I like to be at the ready all the time. And I like to be at the ready and with my head on a swivel. You know, uh, I'm always looking for that fatal funnel. I'm looking at points of entry. I'm always looking at people and reading them, but I just can't help that because I'm a sheepdog. Yeah. I'm always reviewing the emergency exits, all right? Always when I'm entering and exiting the uh, the building. And if I am eligible to carry a concealed firearm, there's no way in hell I would be in a house of worship without one or a movie theater or a concert or anything for that matter, you know? And every house of worship should have a security team and there should be training. Just because you're in Texas where everybody has a gun is not something that you should take for granted. This guy flew from Europe, from England, to go into a church that was 12 miles from where his sister or this uh, political leader was imprisoned. So he wanted to be as close as possible to make a statement and send a message. So... But if there is attack, you know, run in a safe direction and do not look back. Stay down and as low as possible and seek out any cover or concealment points. Once you have exited, you can use cars as cover as needed until help arrive, okay? If the attack is on top of you, you may make the decision to rush the nut. This may be your only option, and I would rather face my attacker and take the odds rather than be shot in the back trying to flee. Again, fight or flight reflexes kick in, and this is not for everyone. No one wants to think about this or have to worry about it when engaged in religious fellowship or spiritual prayer. But unfortunately, this is a stress that has been thrust upon us as a free society. Like any other place, constant vigilance and attention to what is going on will help safeguard yourself and your family. So we always, and I always close it like, how's your tool belt feeling? A bit heavier? I hope so. You know, we talk about this in depth, but it's up to you. You're your own first responder. Who knows what's going to happen? Now, this rabbi, a hero. No one was hurt in his congregation, Sandy. No one was hurt. When you, when you think about how unbelievable that is, a 12-hour yeah. standoff, oh, I want to give kudos to, you know, we politicize everything, but I guarantee you the negotiation team, the hostage negotiation team did a great job. They, they talked them into releasing one hostage yeah. during that 12-hour siege, and they were probably instrumental in detract, detract, detracting him, uh, you know, causing whatever, you know, conversation on the phone where he let his guard down. Maybe he didn't have his gun trained at the rabbi or the other congregants or whoever it was in, in, in the synagogue, and they managed to prevail. Yeah. There is pretty much nothing more important than that. They all got to go home safe and sound to their family. So win, win, win. 100%. Again, the talking heads on all the left channels. See, you don't need a gun. Just throw a chair. Okay, could have ended differently. He could have come in guns a-blazing. He could have shot the first 10 people to, to make a statement and then taken some political... He could have gone in there. He could have gone into that synagogue on Friday night when it was packed to the rafters with people. Yeah, you're right. Uh, so there's just so many options and so many scenarios. So the best thing to do is remain vigilant. Keep that fight in you. Don't roll over and constantly look, scan, think, and plan for an opportunity. The other thing is if you have a security team at your public venue, your house of worship or whatever, 
most likely you're going to be taught like my guys, uh, like Vlad and Tony and Wayne and uh, Doug and uh, Mo, and I'm trying to think of all the other guys, but they're also going to tell you what to do to communicate with the SWAT team and the police department and the negotiation that's team. That's critical information. Very critical because you might make eye contact out of the corner of your eye and you might see a SWAT member looking at you who's ready for the attack and he's going to give you some hand signs and you're not going to want to at that moment look at him and go what'd you say <laughs> what are you trying to tell me bad idea. Or, look <laughs> help is here we're saved etc 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 but also he might throw a hand sign at you uh telling you to lay low or get ready to move in this direction there are certain things that you can do that that you there's certain things that you can do <clears throat> that you can learn and it's important that you learn these things okay it's very very important uh so i recommend training uh have someone law enforcement prior law enforcement prior listen and the and, and the jewish people in their community they have the idf and people come over from israel but you know mosques are under attack they need a security team uh well, any type of catholic or christian church i don't care if it's protestant i don't care if you're pastafarians ladies and gentlemen in california <laughs> wearing a, a a spaghetti strainer on your head if you have a group where you meet, and again, it could be a civic organization, it could be the Girl Scouts or the Boy Scouts, what, whatever it may be, if you're, if you're responsible for a group of people, for meeting, for having parties, for, for whatever it may be, there should be some training. It would behoove you not to bring in some experts. Listen, a lot of towns and police departments will do it for free. A lot of towns and police departments, there's grant money for stuff like that. So if you have a grant writer in your organization or hire a grant writer to get yourself some money for training, yeah. maybe for doors that lock, security system, bulletproof glass, a buzzer system. Uh, the NRA has the school safe program, which they'll do. They have grants for schools who want to adopt a school safe program where well, they come in and they train and they also have monies for physical barriers and, and door locks and et cetera, et cetera. So that's another avenue you can go on. But think about it. Visualization and mindset. Holy shit. Every two weeks we meet with the scouts and we use the basement of a church or a VFW hall or something. There's bad people out there. Yeah. All right. There's twisted people out there. And that bad person or that twisted person might say, wow, I see these scouts in their uniform. And every Tuesday, every other Tuesday, they meet in the basement of this bingo hall or whatever. I think this would be a great opportunity for me to take a stand and get my, uh, uh, you know, get the uh, notoriety that I think I deserve. Right. So training plan 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 if you don't plan you're going to fail right? right and uh obviously i would i can't wait till more details come out about the synagogue and the rabbi obviously he was the alpha he was the point man he threw the chair so he was probably the lead you know right. probably a little sign language or whispering because the other three had to know what he was up to yeah 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 he couldn't exactly. ju unless he did a hail mary can i say a hail mary in a synagogue i don't know if you can <laughs> <laughs> so the rabbi did a hail mary <laughs> he, he trode the chair and he ran to safety with the three congregants. Which is pretty cool. Yes. Are we done? We are. Listen, Atienza pen and knife classes starting March 20th. 
Utah and Florida CCW at Gun for Hire and Cherry Ridge. Urban Pistols, CPR, Stop the Bleed. Drawing from Concealment. Nobody has better classes than us, including our basic classes. Don't forget to buy Crime Proof. Think like a criminal and beat them at their own game. On Kindle, on Amazon, or CrimeProofBook.com. Sandy, tell us about VHS of Oceans County. Por favor. We are raising money for veterans and uh, in need of home care and veterans in need of memory care. You can Join us and join, uh, well, the two donors this week, one for $100 and one for $500, want to remain, as I do usually, nameless. But I'm just going to say thank you, Mr. N, and thank you, Mr. B, uh, for your generous contributions, Mr. B, each and every week. Uh, thank you again so much. Um, flies in off the radar and is a gracious, gracious donor, and everyone is so happy. Um, we need about well, about 100 bucks a day in order to continue to provide care. February is a horrible, horrible, horrible month. Uh, as far as funding is concerned, all of the funding has been lost for these poor folks. We are just trying to keep them, uh, in many cases, alive and, and, and comfortable uh, and bring some relief to the families. Uh, you can go to GoFundMe.com and search for VHS Victor Hotel Sierra of Ocean County uh, and join us, five bucks, ten bucks, anything we'll do. We really do appreciate your help. Please don't forget <coughs> these folks. Well, it looks like you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun for High Radio. Gun for High Radio is a kind of media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, master trainer Anthony Calandro, author of Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game, who you should be buying your books from right now, uh, crimeproofbook.com. Uh, we love you guys. We will see you again uh, next week. God willing, Jesus tarries and the batteries hold out. The batteries hold out. From sea to the shine.